Jones worked the checkout at the grocery store. Yesterday he took his paycheck and walked out the door. He said, Honey, I don't know. So pack up your knockoff American girl and get your stuff off the shelf. Running down the highway at 65, laying all my chips on the line tonight. Feeling unlucky after 13 years of letting her win every fight. Baby, starting over. Let's talk about Over the Edge. Okay. Oh, man. I love that song so much. I, you know, part of the... Okay, so that song started as a little baby as a sound check in Cincinnati. And I'll never forget it because we were playing this really beautiful, old, sort of broken down... I don't know. It was an old church that our friends set us up with this gig there. And the sound guy was understandably sort of trying to dial in the sound and it was taking him longer than normal 
he was like turning knobs and buttons and everything. And, and he was like, just keep playing, just keep playing. And Seth just started playing this riff. And it wasn't like gibberish because I definitely, <laughs> I think I first started singing about Sheila, but I just started randomly singing about this woman, Sheila. It all just started coming out almost in like a gibberishy way. Uh, Sheila, la, 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 at the grocery store. Yesterday, she took her paycheck and walked out the door. And I was just kind of la la lying, you know. One of us at that time was like, ooh, this is good. Let's just turn on our voice memo again. Thank God the iPhone has that app. That's like the best thing for musicians. Otherwise, we'd just be carrying around little like dictaphone. I used to. I used to carry around a little tape tape recorder, you know. Dare you just be singing la 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 songs. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then I think... It just sat there in our voice memos for like a year and a half. Yeah, must have. And then I think we just sort of listened to it and we're like, oh, this is good. We could do something with it. And I think we sent it to Ben and he was like, this is really good. Let's work on this. You know, why don't you write this? Yeah, when we were getting ready to make the album, he basically just said... We sent him all of our voice memos. He said, send me everything you've got. And we were like, okay, well, some of it's not great. And funny enough, some of those things, he's like, no, 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 keep going with this one. We're like, it's not that good. He's like, it's going to be awesome. So we sent everything to Ben and, and this was one of the things that he was like, yeah, this is really good. Let's keep going with this. I feel like it was the first one we worked on with him. It might have been. We've think... been playing it live for a while too. So. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We had been playing it live. So we we did a whole, like almost a whole year of pre-production with Ben. He would come over like once or twice a week for a couple hours. It was so nice. It, it just felt so unhurried and unrushed. And we worked on sort of honing the body of work, like, okay, what are the songs that are going to be included in this? And let's now flesh out those songs and let's finish writing those songs. And we kind of did a lot of that together. And the three of us in the studio with this song is one of my favorite memories. Yeah. It was so fun. We did end up moving the story around a little bit, just kind of like developing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we brought him what we had and then we really got so nitpicky about the story and about our characters. Because at first it was Sheila worked at the grocery store and Ronnie Jones worked in the sugar mill. Well, no, at first it was just all a Sheila story, wasn't it? Oh, you're right. First it was all about Sheila. And then Ben was like, I feel like we need a second character. We have these three lockers that are adjoined in our studio, 13, 14, and 15. And we got them from like a, it wasn't a junk sale. It was just kind of like a... Somebody on Craigslist had them. Yeah. And the name under 13 is Ron. The name under 14 is Ted and the name under 15 is Dan. I'm literally looking at them right now. And we've always said that we wanted to write like a song for each of those men. Who were Ron, Ted and Dan? And where did they work where they had to have lockers with their names on them? And so we put Ron in this song. <laughs> yeah, just kind of, I was like, well, this can be Ron's song. And so Ron came wandering in. But then, yeah, at first Ron was the sugar mill worker and and Sheila, Sheila worked, worked the grocery, the grocery and then I was like damn it I'm really sick of these like oh poor me women my man left me songs like that's so passe it makes so much more sense kind of in the modern world to make Ron the grocery store worker whose woman left him with a child because that's that happens all the freaking time and no one talks about that you know it's like somehow the woman is the sad left person you know and then Sheila is has been working in this sugar mill for like all these years and she keeps getting passed over for a promotion, which that just felt so much more honest and real. 
interesting. I mean, they're fictional characters, but they're very real to me. I know exactly what these people look like. (laughs) (laughs) The place that's real to me in the song is, I'm going to take these wheels, take me over the edge of that Rocky Mountain range. This is the Continental Divide. You know, we've all been through the Eisenhower Tunnel. Not everybody on this podcast listeners, but if you ever have, you don't really go over the edge because you're going to go through it. But there's plenty of places where you go up and over the Rocky Mountain Range, and it's really, like, always, like, this spectacular thing. Exactly. Because there's something different on the other side of that. Oh, my God, totally. And the view and the, like... And, that and that's exactly what we were thinking of. We we made a conscious decision to, as we wrote the song, to place it, to give it a place, which we did with a few of the songs, which kind of gives the album a place. Exactly, which was kind of cool. This was the first one that we really honed and like whittled down. It made the setting for the album, you know, like the Rocky Mountain Range. Okay, we are making an album about where we live. Yeah. Kind of, you know, or like at least that's the setting. You I know? think that helped make even like a song like Over the Edge, which is a imagined story arc, but it did help it feel authentic and real to us for us to place it where we are. Yeah. And it's clearly, you know, sort of two phases of life, this midlife crisis of 37 and change. And then I think as we... Start to live older, the midlife crisis extends to 57. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of my age bracket, but uh, <laughs> that's why I'm doing a podcast now. <laughs> the line I really love in this it's such a setting thing. Pack up your knockoff American girl. <laughs> like that just says it all. Like we couldn't afford the American girl. Yep. We got the knockoff. Yep. Pack it up. Yes. Yeah. And we're out of here. That was like, I think at first it was just an American girl and we needed another couple syllables. And I was like, China, what if it's a knockoff American girl doll? I mean, if you're a parent in this day and age, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. It's the Walmart version of American girl doll. We totally have one of those or we did. I think maybe she got put in the, uh, in the giveaway pile recently, but, um, Exactly. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Another phase of parenting life. Yeah. But we've all been there as a parent with our kid, you know, staring at the American girl window where there's this $250 ripoff. <laughs> Not, <laughs> I, know. I didn't mean to say that. American girl, I could, I'd be happy to be your sponsor you. you on the show. Yes. <laughs> but, Cut that out, okay? <laughs> Kevin. Or, <who's, laughs> Kevin. Wyatt, it is a Wyatt, lifetime Wyatt. of memories if you do buy one of those $250 American girl dolls. Yes, yeah. But, you know, those same memories could be perhaps bought at a lower price point at a Walmart. <laughs> and Clearly exactly. they can. What is it called? What is the Walmart version called? I forget. It's, I don't um, know. I'll look it up. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this. It, I know what it's called. It's called the knockoff American, American girl, girl doll. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think, like, yeah, that's part of the whole realism that we're going for in this whole thing of, like, We all live this, like you just said, like every parent knows this and we're parents and we know it. And even though we didn't go through a sugar mill process or a grocery store process of, we're really familiar with these feelings and like needing to leave a job or being told to leave a job Mm -hmm. and, or being undervalued or, you know, 
and just being done with it. And exactly. And coming to the place where instead of allowing it to happen again and again, to be like, dang it, we're putting an end to this. And in some ways, I just love the metaphor. I mean, I am an English major junkie, you know, like the metaphor of travel, the metaphor of the car, you know, being the literal vehicle and also the metaphorical vehicle to like, to help you move into a new place in your life and your soul and your whatever. Honestly, right now I'm thinking of Huck Finn on the river, you know, and, and the raft and the river being this metaphor for America, you know, just when we wrote it, we weren't necessarily thinking about all of those sort of metaphorical tropes, we but... We didn't metabolize all of our <laughs> themes until the album was right. almost done. When we were putting together the album sequence, that's when we were like, oh, look at all these things mm-hmm. that are in this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reality of parenthood and making decisions as an individual, but also as a parent and also as a like tired middle-aged person. Mm-hmm. Parenting takes energy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For 